Hi everyone, welcome to the Solar Power Market Series with Renview. My name is Kyle and I am a sales and design engineer here. Uh, today we're going to be hearing from Jason Higginson about their latest microinverters. Before we dive in and while we're waiting for more people to join, I'd like to give a little background on Renview as well as some of the services and products we offer. So we're a US-based solar equipment distributor. Uh, we've been around the market for about a little over 10 years now. And we have uh, uh, fulfillment facilities in California, New Jersey, and Texas. Myself and the rest of our sales staff all have backgrounds within engineering, solar installation, or solar technical support to provide you with the best sales service. Let's see, jump to the next slide here. Okay, yeah, so some products to spotlight here. I'm actually gonna jump off of the slides and go straight to our website. Uh, so you'll see exactly uh, how I see it or on our website here. Um, so the weekly specials, we'll share a link to this in the chat and you can check this regularly to see uh, what we have on offer. It changes about every week. The Solark 15Ks we have for $250 off. Home grid batteries we have for a range of different discounts up to $600 off. Uh, the home grid power cubes also on sale as well as lumen smart panels um, so you can go there to see all of the sale options we have and if you're curious about solar panels we have on our solar panel page we have highlighted a few uh, or a few options i want to highlight canadian solar 395s uh, we're bringing into stock and those are going to be uh, a great option to go with, as well as Hyperion uh, 545s, which are right here. Um, so definitely keep an eye out for those. Those are some of the best prices we have on panels. If you're looking to buy in large volume, we keep this spreadsheet, uh, spreadsheet uh, updated regularly, which you can also uh, see. In, I think we'll send a link in the chat. Um, Canadian 395s are on there, as well as Hyperion 545s and a range of other options. Uh, you can use the second to last column to view the data sheet. And then we have the lead time current availability details on that fifth column over. Also note that we have a clearance tab where you can find uh, deals on uh, some bulk uh, end phase, Q cells, solar edge uh, components. So yeah, look at that link there in the chat if uh, you're a procurement manager it's a great one to bookmark um, and then oh, also we have the uh, they're not on our clearance or our weekly specials page yet but we'll be putting up the ap systems uh, microinverters on here shortly and i think we'll also send out like a promo code in an email for everyone viewing this and one last thing before we get started with AP Systems webinar here, our solar design and quote tool. You can actually find this on our homepage, uh, just the second uh, banner down. Uh, if you just click anywhere on this page, it'll bring you into that solar design and quote tool. Once you're on the tool, you can choose from a full system or a sub uh, set of the system. If you already have solar panels, you can deselect those. For this demonstration, I'll just add everything in. Just takes a few minutes. You can choose your panel on the start page. I'm gonna start with Tailsun 400s. And 
You can choose from a range of different racking options depending on uh, your mounting uh, style and surface. So for a pitched roof, comp shingles, Spanish tiles, flat tiles, metal roof, you'll get a variety of sub options depending on the racking type. Uh, you can choose your different uh, sheet metal roof here. For instance, if we wanted metal roof on a standing seam, uh, you'd see in the bill of materials it populates S5U mini clamp. Um, so yeah, and then there for flat roof, we also have uh, KB racking as an option. Um, penetrating flat roof, the iron wrench tilt legs. One of the unique options we have also are these uh, Blicker carports. So I'll jump over. If you click anywhere on any of these items, it'll open a new tab and bring up that item page. So it's really easy to kind of learn as you go. Um, this Blicker carport, uh, 18 foot by 18 foot on center appeared or post to post uh, for two cars. I think it has a nine and a half foot clearance and you can fit up to 24 60 cell modules or 18 72 cell modules. Uh, if you're interested about that, uh, just message in. I think we'll also put another link in the chat for that system specifically. And uh, also if, uh, you can find some documents on it on the page below under the document section. As you're going through and using the, the tool, if you ever are curious about any of the items that populate, you can generally click on them and uh, it'll bring up the relevant documents. Let's say for Iron Ridge XR100 Rail, load that page and in the document section, you can get straight to the manual and the data sheet and all the tech briefs for it. So just for this demonstration, I'm going to go with a pitched roof, metal roof, standing seam, and I'll just make it two rows of 10. You can also change it between portrait and landscape if you need, and you can upgrade or downgrade the rail duty as needed. Uh, since this is a black module, I can put black clamps on it, make it look nice. And then onto the inverters page, we got microinverters, optimizers, string inverters. We have Enphase, Generac, as well as, of course, AP Systems, DS3s, and the QT2s. And then you can also add energy storage on there as well. Uh, and then under optimizers, it basically is a, a subset of the string inverter selection where it just defaults to the Tygo TS4A0s. And uh, if you just want a standard grid tie string inverter, no optimizers, you can do that as well. Um, so you just deselect the battery there and you can choose between Growatt Solus and Select and make your selections. If you need to wrap shut down, if it's going on a roof, do that there. And then if you need spare panels, you can add those in. I do recommend that uh, just if there's a hailstorm or uh, who knows, a limb comes down and breaks a panel, it's really handy to have an extra panel or two and in case the worst happens. After a few years, uh, it's hard to source uh, a matching panel for your system with modules continually uh, changing in the market. So uh, that's an option there. You can add uh, PV labels, connectors, EV charger. Then once you get to the last page, uh, you'll get a review of your braille materials. Uh, just a couple check boxes here. This is just a uh, algorithm generated Bill materials. It's not necessarily an engineered design, um, so you definitely need to consult with a uh, like a permitting engineer in your area uh, to make sure that it'll work for your specific application. And then 
hit submit and it will generate, I believe it'll send you an email with PDF. And then you can also view the, um, the cop a copy of the proposal on our website here. One thing I didn't note is make sure you're logged in when you're going through this to view your pricing. That way you can compare, let's say for instance, uh, a string inverter with optimizers versus a microinverter system. You could do a cost comparison pretty easily that way. But then you can just jump over to your quotes and look at your quote in here. Uh, and then uh, you can even edit the quote on the website. If there's something you didn't want there, uh, you can go through. You didn't want the PV labels, just hit remove. And in a second, I'll take it off. Shipping insurance is also an option on there. Um, yeah. And I think we'll also send a link for registering on our website if you aren't already. Uh, you can also find that top of our webpage here if you aren't logged in. Okay, that, so that's a basic overview of uh, our uh, offerings that we have. And let me jump back into presentation. I'm really lost here. <laughs> okay. Uh, there we are. Okay, so I made it through that. Um, so if you have any questions about these products uh, while Jason's presenting, please feel free to ask in the Q&A section. We'll get to the questions at the end of the webinar during the Q&A session. You can also email our sales team at info at for more information and pricing. This webinar is being recorded and we will send you a link in a follow-up email. We also have recordings of, a of the previous webinars on our RenView YouTube channel. Uh, without further ado, I'll hand it over to Jason. Thanks, Kyle. Appreciate that uh, introduction. Um, I'll share my screen. Uh, unfortunately, the picture that you had uh, actually had me with hair, and uh, that's that's no longer the case, thanks to, uh, I guess, age and small children. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and share my screen here. And uh, yeah, so I'm... Um, uh, going to be presenting some information on AP systems microinverters and a little bit about uh, who we are, where we where we uh, uh, came from and uh, our uh, uh, value proposition in the market. So um, I'm Jason Higginson. I'm uh, the head of marketing for AP systems in the US. Um, this is the correct picture without uh, the uh, all the hair. Uh, company introduction. So we started uh, in Silicon Valley in 2010. Uh, and we've since uh, grown as a global multinational corporation um, to be a, a leader in module level power electronics. Uh, so we have uh, our R&D centers are both in the US and overseas. Uh, globally, we have four business units. Uh, so in the US, our headquarters is in Austin, Texas, uh, with an R&D center in Cupertino. In Europe, we're in Amsterdam and Lyon, France. In Latin America, we're out of Guadalajara, and we're opening an office in Brazil. And uh, we have um, also offices in Canada, in Sydney, Australia, and, uh, and actually two in, in China, so both in, in Shanghai and Jiaxing. So some key facts about AP systems. So globally, we're number two when it comes to uh, microinverters. 
uh, we're number one when it comes to multi-module microinverters, and that's uh, microinverters that uh, serve more than one PV module at a time. Uh, we have uh, close to four gigawatts installed uh, worldwide. Uh, it's more than two million microinverters who are actually connected to uh, more than 10 million PV modules with our devices globally. Uh, we serve customers in over 100 countries and uh, our connected systems, those that we have in our monitoring platform is over 250,000 individual systems and uh, third-party financing. We're on some of these, uh, all of these AVLs that are listed here uh, for um, third-party financiers. Um, so let's talk a little bit about our residential solution. So you may have uh, seen this on the Renvu website um, or on the AP Systems website or any of our marketing materials. So we have the, the DS3 is our residential microinverter. Um, and it serves uh, two PV modules at a time. Our uh, gateway is called the ECUR. And uh, then our monitoring platform, which is the, the EMA. And that's the three legs of our, our residential uh, architecture. Similarly, we have uh, for our commercial system architecture, we have the QT2, which is a four-in-one microinverter. And it's also a native three-phase uh, uh, microinverter. Uh, we're going to get into a little bit more detail about what that looks like. Uh, and then also the gateway. Uh, we also have a, uh, another optional gateway here that also offers consumption monitoring and, uh, and then our EMA online monitoring portal. So let's introduce the DS3. So the D stands for dual input. Uh, the S is for uh, split phase uh, or single phase. And uh, three is, this is the third generation of this product. Many of you may have heard of uh, the previous versions, YC500, YC600. Well, we wanted the acronym to, to be more relevant. So we changed it to a DS3. So it'd be more self-explanatory. Three flavors of this DS3. So uh, the, the least powerful being the DS3S, the most powerful being the DS3 without any uh, initial after it. Uh, when we first introduced this product, uh, it was uh, a little too powerful for, for residential, just because uh, with the output, it was pairing with PV modules up to 550. And uh, uh, so we had some customers that still had some panels that were in the mid 300s, and, um, uh, which is good, but you don't want to undersize the PV mod, you want to oversize it. So we uh, paired it uh, with a, um, a lower powered version of our DS3, which is the DS3S that comes out at um, 320 watts per channel, ideal for PV modules up to 400 watts. The same with uh, the L, 384 uh, watts per channel. So it's ideal for PV modules up to 480. Um, and if you guys have any questions about the, the DC uh, to AC uh, ratio on uh, the microinverters with the solar panels, um, I can also cover that at the end so we can talk about you know, why some clipping is good. Uh, there's a misunderstanding in the industry, I think, about that. I'm happy to educate um, on that. So yeah, put that into the Q&A. I should also mention, use, use the Q&A, the chat function. Uh, we may not see those. Uh, so for the Q&A, we'd like to, all questions to be able to route through that so we can address those at the end. Uh, so go ahead and use that. Uh, and including, let us know if you want to see that piece on, on the clipping at the end. So uh, this is a uh, a split phase 240 
microinverter connects to two PV modules. It has an integrated Zigbee wireless antenna to communicate with the gateway. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more detail about some of the benefits of, of that. Um, it's also UL 1741, now SB compliant. This is a little outdated. Uh, so it's more than SA, it's also SB. Uh, and uh, built-in rapid shutdown compliance. It's actually inherently compliant because it it's, remains under the 80 volt threshold for that. So for these different models, uh, the way we came up with that is um, we we saw that uh, most residential um, most homeowners have about 40 amps of available service on their on their panels. Sometimes more, sometimes less. But for us, uh, for Enphase, for you know any microinverter provider, it really means about two strings or two circuits um, that you could land each of those on a 20 amp breaker. Um, and that's kind of standard when you when you're dealing with a um, uh, like a 12 gauge uh, uh, trunk cable. So NEC code requires that you can only load that 80 percent. That means 16 amps for each of those cables. <clears throat> and I know I'm getting a little bit, <clears throat> excuse me, a little bit technical here, but um, I just wanted to explain to you how uh, we designed these products really to better serve your homeowner customers. So we took the 16 amps and we're like, we want to put, you know, at least five microinverters on, on each of these. Uh, so how many amps would that be per microinverter to really maximize what we can put on each circuit? Uh, so that came out to 3.2 amps. That meant we had to design the microinverters to that. And at 240 volts came out to a 768 watt uh, inverter. Um, and that's our DS3. L. So both the DS3S and the DS3L are maximizing that 16 amps. It's not going to go an amp over, but it's not going to go an amp under unless you undersize the PV modules. So uh, that's how we're taking advantage of that. When you look at that compared with like the IQ series from Enphase, um, if you look at the continuous output per channel that they are pairing uh, uh, the, uh, the PV modules with, uh, the IQ7, 7 plus, 8, 8 plus. Uh, the 8 plus and the 7 plus go up to 290. Um, and that with an ACDC ratio about 1.25, which is kind of common in the industry, they're pairing that with PV modules in the mid 300s. And we're seeing PV modules go well into the 400s. Some are even using panels into the 500s. Um, and so the this microinverter is not really going to be able to capture and utilize that energy that's being produced by the solar panels. So your seven plus and eight plus aren't for, for residential, just aren't um, uh, designed to take advantage of those high capacity PV modules. So they have other models too uh, that are uh, twice as expensive as, as these. So uh, it's considerably more expensive to be able to, uh, to manage that. And the DS3L and S are competitive with these. Um, end phase microinverter. So when we're looking at apples to apples, uh, you can compare these with the IQ, you know, eight A and M and and others, but they're they're half the cost for the same output. So that's why I'm comparing it with the the seven and eight here. So in terms of output per circuit, uh, we're pretty on par, but uh, they require a significantly higher number of both inverters and PV modules. Now this chart may be a little bit more difficult to see. So I made it a visual representation. So use our DS3L to achieve that same two circuit output for the homeowner 
you commit to, yeah, I'm going to put 9,600 watts on your roof to output 7680 for your home. You can do that with 10 DS3L units and 20 solar panels. Or if you chose the IQ7 plus and IQ8 plus, it would take 26 of those inverters compared to our 10 and 26 PV modules compared to our 20. But even then you only hit 7,540 watts. So you can't even reach the maximum. That's why I'm saying we're maximizing what we can put on each of those circuits. Uh, the other models can do that, the IQ7 and 8, but unfortunately it takes 32 of their inverters compared to our 10 and 32 of their PV modules compared to uh, uh, the 20. Now, granted, these are higher capacity PV modules that are a little bit larger, uh, but 20 of these does not take up as much space as 32 of the smaller PV modules. In fact, this is a whole 100 square feet less on the roof. So if you're dealing with not, not being able to put enough, pack enough uh, solar panels on the roof, uh, then AP Systems is a more power dense way for you to be able to achieve that. So it's three times the microinverters, 60% more PV modules. This is the AP Systems value proposition when we're comparing with competitors in the marketplace. We're producing the same energy with less equipment. AP Systems can pair with those higher capacity PV modules, uh, the 400 watts, the 480. Um, and uh, we typically put a plus after that because it means you can pair it with a higher capacity PV module. You're just going to have some more clipping. AP Systems installs two to four times faster than, uh, than competing solutions. Uh, we have fewer units that you need to stock transport install. The Zigbee versus uh, PLC, so Enphase is still using power line communication, which is kind of a slow uh, uh, data speed. Uh, Zigbee's up to three times faster and it's wireless. Um, so shipping and availability. Uh, and then uh, with the, the three phase product, which we'll go into, there's, there's no phase balancing needed. So let's, let's talk about that. So our QT2, it's a, it's a quad four in one, three phase product for commercial and industrial applications. This is the second generation of this product. Many of you have probably heard of the, the YC1000. The YC1000 was, was good. It just wasn't powerful enough. Um, so for the industry, we literally doubled the power. So we have two flavors, the two, 208 version, 480 volt version. Um, uh, we, the 208 version comes in at about 1700 watts output, uh, ideal for PV modules up to 550. Uh, we actually uh, can go well into 600 on this to be able to capture all that, that energy. Um, but uh, the 480 watt volt version is the, is the same. So again, a higher capacity PV module is not going to negatively impact the inverters here. So it can uh, work with four of these simultaneously uh, and it's native three phase. So it's a five wire cable. So you've got line one, two, three, neutral and ground coming right out of the cable. It's plug and play three phase for commercial. So why do microinverters make sense in CNI applications? And they make sense if any of these apply. Uh, it's not just for shading, but if you have dust, if you have dirt, uh, cloudy days. Uh, some of the, sometimes you'll see snow 
on the uh, the system. Sometimes you'll see uh, bird droppings, how often you have to go out there and do maintenance on these panels. Um, roofs with varying angles, also uh, rapid shutdown compliance. So we'll talk a lot about um, uh, doing this on, on rooftop applications. Uh, if the system is going to grow in the future, it's really easy to, to add on uh, if your customer wants module level monitoring. So some myths I want to bust. Uh, when we were first introducing these microinverters for the CNI applications, a lot of commercial installers were, well, I, I don't have shading or oh, microinverters. That's a residential product. Those aren't powerful enough for what I need to do uh, or they're too expensive. So today's microinverters are far more, far more cost competitive. So uh, what you need to consider is for rooftop solar, you have, if you have a string inverter, you're adding rapid shutdown systems to that. Uh, also, uh, and the, I should mention the cost for microinverters over the last 10 years has gone down significantly. So um, uh, some say it's uh, too challenging to do you know, one for, for every panel. <clears throat> well, with a four-in-one inverter, it's a faster installation. And with this five-wire cable, it's plug-and-play three-phase. The question of whether or not it's powerful enough, we pair this uh, with PV modules uh, into the 600-watt the range. So microinverter versus a string inverter. Sure, the string inverter is going to have a lower upfront cost, but you're going to produce less energy over the life of the system. As I mentioned, that rapid shutdown system can add as much as 70% of the inverter cost onto that rooftop uh, application. There's also fewer potential points of failure with AP systems. So if you had a 100 PV module system, your traditional microinverters for the one-to-one -one is going to be 100 inverters for those 100 panels. So you have 100 potential points of failure. A string inverter plus optimizer is even worse because you have 100 optimizers plus one to four inverter parts. Uh, so that's uh, more potential points of failure. With the AP systems microinverter, each one serves four PV modules. You have 25 microinverters. So 25 potential points of failure, 75% fewer than these other solutions. So that also means 75% fewer units to purchase, stock, transport, install, et cetera. So let's talk about some of the benefits of the QT2 system. Uh, you have that rapid shutdown compliance. You got a lower LCOE over the life of the system. You got safety of simple AC versus high voltage DC. Um, it accommodates those high capacity PV modules for commercial. It pairs with a variety and different types of PV modules as well as bifacial. Uh, the DC input on there is uh, 20 amps, which is the, currently the highest among microinverters. So we're very forward looking. That uh, encrypted uh, Zigbee wireless creates a mesh network. So you only have to communicate with the closest microinverter, not the furthest microinverter in the array, because each of those um, microinverters will then use uh, the, the mesh network to, to relay the messaging to each other. It also has consumption monitoring capability with that uh, ECUC, be able to use the, the CTs to, uh, to view the consumption. So pairing with the AP systems, uh, typically with our residential system, we have the ECUR, which is our, our very simple residential gateway. Um, and this basically takes all the data 
of the, the production performance and uh, uh, takes that from the microinverters and then sends it uh, to uh, our EMA in the cloud. Uh, and it does so uh, either over Wi-Fi or what we recommend is a hardline ethernet cable since it's more reliable. It's also cellular capable if you need that. Um, and then again, it uses that, it's got two antennas. So one is a Zigbee antenna to communicate with the microinverters to get that production data. And then the other one is your optional Wi-Fi to be able to communicate with the site owner's router. And then the ECUC has some additional functionality. So the consumption monitoring, as I mentioned, zero export function if that's needed, et cetera. So this communication architecture, so the, obviously the panel's connected to the microinverter generating energy, that production is communicated to the ECU via Zigbee wireless in that mesh network that we were talking. Uh, the ethernet cable, always the most reliable in case the, uh, the site owner changes their Wi-Fi password or their ISP or any number of things. You're not having to become the IT guy and go out and fix that. So always the most reliable, but if you're not able to reach it with an ethernet cable, we do have the Wi-Fi uh, that communicates to the site owner's router. And then that information is then sent uh, via internet to our EMA in the cloud. So just a real quick slide to show some of the architecture of the, uh, the microinverter. Um, we got a, a couple of removable serial numbers here, these labels here. So it's already stamped with the serial number here at the bottom, but these are for you to, to do a couple of things. To build your array map, so you can quickly take these stickers and uh, put onto a piece of paper, piece of cardboard, whatever you need to, to, uh, to show where those are going in the array. And, uh, and the other uh, one we recommend putting on the edge of the solar panel. So that if you're ever visiting the site, you don't have to lift up a panel to know where that inverter is. Um, and so you'll be able to see it both if you do the array right, you'll know it's pro which, uh, which panel it's sitting behind, um, but also being able to check it right there on the roof without uh, turning a wrench. Um, you'll see the, the uh, DC outputs for uh, your, or sorry, inputs for your solar panels. And then you'll see um, the Zigbee antenna and then your AC cable. And this is a little bit of a layout on the architecture. We're not gonna go into too much technical detail here. We do have training webinars. If you go to our website and go to our training page, a lot more detail on this on how to put in these units. Uh, that's probably the simpler part of it, how to commission that ECU. It's probably the more complicated one. And then some of the, those uh, tools available in the EMA uh, for uh, setting up the system, troubleshooting, et cetera. Uh, all that's available on our website. Uh, but yeah, I wanted to show you the layout here, some of the architecture, um, how if you're not using one, one portion of this, you can just simply cap that with these uh, these MC4 caps that are uh, watertight, dust tight. Um, and then the uh, the AC cable connects to the AC trunk cable. Got an impact, end cap to uh, seal that off. And um, uh, I think this isn't the best placement. This would actually be over here on the end 
uh, if you need a little bit more room for your home run, we have a, um, some uh, AC uh, extension cables that you can use, uh, or you're also able to build your own. If you have the connection, uh, the connectors, you can uh, put your own whip there at the end. Uh, an unlock tool that we recommend. Uh, if you have a chimney here and you want to skip a drop, then we've got a cap for that. Um, and then also DC extension cables in case you need to reach a, a panel that's further away. I also want to share some accessories information that we have available. If you go to our website, right under products, you can click on accessories. Uh, and it just shows you the variety of the accessories that we have. Uh, if you ever have any questions about uh, dimensions, uh, the material that it's made from, or if you have um, uh, an AHJ who's asking those questions, um, you know, we'd be able to, you'd be able to on this site, pull up uh, the specifications, the certifications, all of that. Uh, you have that information available at your fingertips right on our website. Let me talk a little bit about the, the EMA. Um, so essentially gives you access to be able to see all of that, uh, that performance data uh, and the history as well. We don't truncate any of our data. So you can go back, you know, 10 years in the past and it pulls this information from the microinverters every five minutes. Uh, so you're able to see 10 years ago, five minute intervals throughout the day. So it's a, a really valuable tool. It also helps you in uh, detecting uh, any uh, performance issues or troubleshooting. So let's talk about some of those. So as an installer, you would have access to be able to see uh, the uh, the energy that's coming from the solar modules, the energy that the microinverter is producing. Um, so you'll be able to, using the troubleshooting tools, you could determine, is there a disconnected cable? Is it a bad panel? Is it a communication issue, um, et cetera? Uh, you'll be able to see uh, the, the module uh, performance throughout the day. You can compare it historically. So you can see if something started not working in the system, about what date did that happen? Uh, you can even, you know, find out what the weather was like on that particular day in that area, um, just to try to troubleshoot that. So lots of um, uh, tools and uh, capability at your fingertips there in our EMA portal. Uh, for setting up our system and for just uh, viewing everything that the EMA has to offer, we have our EMA Manager app. So everything I just showed you on the, the EMA, you have in the palm of your hand with this EMA app, as well as being able to, uh, without having to log in, you can commission a system. So uh, your, your field texts don't actually need to have username and password to be able to go in and set up an ECU in the field. Um, but in addition to that, you have your fleet view, so you can see everything that's that's happening with all of your installations. But also that uh, that module level view and uh, and all that uh, inverter data, uh, if you want to uh, to view that while you're on the go. Also, want to give you a sneak preview of something that we have coming. We're going to be launching this at uh, the big RE Plus show in in Vegas in September. Um, but it's our energy storage solution, and it's it's launching with uh, with two models to start. The first is being our our 5K ELS, so it's an energy storage solution. Uh, you may hear the acronym PCS. It's a power conversion system. Uh, 
So essentially, this is a this is a battery inverter charger. So it takes the uh, uh, the the AC either produced by the microinverters on the roof or uh, grid AC, and it converts it to DC to charge the batteries. Um, this one's a 5K output power. We have uh, an 11.4K, so it'd be twice as powerful. Uh, that's uh, that's going to be uh, rolling out along with this as well. So overall, so it uses a, a 48 volt low low voltage uh, battery uh, input. It could connect to multiple battery packs and a maximum of these uh, of two of these 5K PCSs. Uh, can be connected in parallel, uh, or if you get the 11.4K, you could do two of those for up to uh, more than a 20K uh, of uh, battery backup. So the system's designed uh, for easy installation. We're trying to make it user-friendly uh, and then utilizing all of our same AP systems uh, ecosystem. So the EMA, you'd be able to see your production on the roof with the microinverters, as well as um, uh, the customers will be able to see what uh, energy they're they're storing, uh, what they have available, and it have a, a variety of modes, including a backup mode, a time of use mode, self consumption, etc. So, just a, a little preview on what's coming. So, some benefits to homeowners and commercial system owners. Uh, with um, so your your customers uh, basically the higher energy production is uh, something that they would benefit from more energy produced over the life of the system and more energy produced uh, per circuit as I mentioned the monitoring capability uh, being able to see production at the PV module level they would be able to receive alerts if they choose. On the safety side, there's no high voltage DC to deal with. Also, the product's inherently compliant with rapid shutdown. And in terms of uh, reliability and warranty, so we have a 10-year standard warranty, 15-year uh, op optional extension, which would bring the total warranty period to 25 years. This is also um, with the DS3. We have the third generation of that product and the second generation of our uh, three-phase product. Um, so reliability, we've uh, baked that in to these new models. We've also reduced the internal components by, uh, by 20% since there's some shared functionality, which also improves the reliability. And we also have financial stability and bankability. So we've recently gone public. We currently have a market cap of 2.5 billion. Uh, we have an untouched warranty reserve. So if there ever were to be any kind of catastrophic failure, sorry, let me go back here, any kind of uh, uh, failure on any of our product models or design failure, all of your customers would be covered with our warranty reserve. Uh, we've been profitable every year for the past 10 years. Additionally, here's some key takeaways uh, with AP systems. So for installers, there's a faster installation. Uh, so 50 to 75% faster install time versus uh, traditional microinverters. You can mix and match all the DS3 uh, types on the same trunk cable. Uh, we highly recommend that you just stick with the same uh, unit. That way you don't have to 
you know, try to figure out the, uh, um, calculate the amps that are allowed per, uh, per circuit. But if you wanted to, you could do it. So they all have the same trunk cable. They use the same connectors and the same ECU. What's nice about that is uh, because they use all the same accessories, that's reduced uh, stocking costs. Um, so for single phase uh, products, there's only the three microinverter models that will cover panel sizes from 300 to 550 watts. Uh, definitely flexible sizing. You can scale that system up. Each ECU can manage uh, up to 75 DS3 units. It's about 150 panels. Very simple system design. Any of you that have designed with microinverters before, uh, you'd be uh, familiar with that. So Zigbee versus PLC is another advantage. As I mentioned, it's up to three times faster. Uh, another thing to mention is with the changes in, in code over the years to require arc vault breakers in all living spaces, you have more of those throughout the home, which stops a PL signal, PLC signal dead. So you uh, want to be able to, uh, to send that, that signal without any blockage. So we decided to go completely wireless, which is why we went with Zigbee. So in terms of field upgradability, that, uh, that wireless uh, high-speed capability allows us to update firmware remotely. So if there are any issues uh, with a, a specific um, uh, installation, uh, something unusual with the grid, we're able to, uh, uh, to do any kind of firmware updates that are needed. The built-in rapid shutdown compliance, as I mentioned. We have lots of learning resources available. I'm gonna show you some of those in just a moment. We have a local support team. We cover 8 a.m. Eastern to 8 p.m. Eastern. We don't send any calls overseas and uh, that strong financial foundation. So let's cover some of those uh, resources. So if you look at our support page, uh, we've got uh, a lot of great information at your fingertips. Our training page will cover everything that you need to know about how to learn about and install AP Systems microinverters, commission the ECU, complete the setup steps in the EMA, and monitor that system. Uh, we have a registration page if you want to become an AP Systems installer. You can simply visit our registration page, enter your information, and we will create an EMA login for you and send you that information. We have a product documentation library. So if you have any questions, you need a data sheet, you want to view, review the manuals, uh, you want the certifications, you want to see all that. It's all at your fingertips there in the, in the documentation library. Lots of great information on our YouTube website. So not just for you know marketing, but also uh, a lot of training information, a lot of webinars are recorded. Uh, so if you don't have time to attend one of our live training webinars, uh, you can definitely view all of that information. It's the same information that you can view on our, our YouTube channel uh, and be able to, uh, to go through that and, uh, and re-review if you need to, very convenient. And if you have any questions, here's some ways of being able to reach out to us for the US, also for Canada, North America, tech support line. Um, you have uh, uh, this line. I, I think it's the same one that we use for, uh, for Canada as well. But um, if you have any specific uh, questions, 
uh, if you're a Canadian customer, you can just use that uh, that email address also. So that's what I have for you today. Happy to answer some of your questions at this time. So I'm going to take a look and look at um, some of those questions. Let's see, number one, uh, will you be following an end phases footsteps and opening a US-based manufacturing facility? Uh, you know, that's, that's a fantastic question. Uh, so we have actually been working with legislators, uh, the Department of Energy, the, uh, the tre US Treasury, um, because of the way that the legislation has been written for the IRA, is uh, dis it defines microinverters a specific way and I think Enphase made sure of that. And so we are trying to widen the interpretation uh, because uh, we there's essentially uh, two dozen microinverter companies um, that, uh, that make and market microinverters <clears throat> that are interested in this. And out of those uh, probably 25 of them, only one of them makes single module microinverters that only connect to one PV module, and that's end phase. Well, guess the way the way the legislation is written. It's written so that a microinverter is defined as connecting to one PV module. So we're trying to widen the interpretation of that legislation, uh, not just for our benefit, but to allow many other microinverter manufacturers, uh, including uh, Generac, Hoy Miles, uh, Duracell Power Center. A variety of others, Spark, I think, um, to uh, potentially manufacture in the U.S. So, if we had our druthers, you know, we would be able to do that. So that's something that we are um, uh, working towards. So stay tuned on that; it's work in progress. Good question. Uh, can we mix the YC1000 and the QT2? Um, unfortunately, we changed the trunk cable on that, uh, so we can't connect the QT2 and YC1000 um, at this time. Um, obviously, you would probably be able to do, I think the, the ECU could, could communicate with both. So if you had uh, YC1000 in one part of the installation on its own cable and QT2 on its own, you should be able to do that and likely the same ECU would be able to communicate with both. Um, uh, but in terms of being on the same trunk cable, I don't think that's possible at this time. So for two or four channels, what is the max wattage per channel? Um, so for our, our DS3, um, it's, a, it's a two module microinverter. The max wattage that uh, it can output is 440 watts per channel. So your DC input for that would need to be at least 550 watts, I would guess. Because um, if you think about that too, the 550 watts, uh, that's really um, your, your STC versus PTC. So your, your standard test conditions, it's a lab setting. So a PV module rated as 550 watts is really only going to hit, um, uh, what is it, 90% uh, of that, somewhere around there. Um, so it'll, it'll probably hit somewhere around 510, 520, um, which means that, um, and then you also have, that's, you know, still perfect sunshine. You're going to have, you know, 
clouds, rainy days, et cetera, that's going to impact that. And then you also have that out in the field for 25 years. How is it going to perform on the 24th year? So uh, that's why you want to oversize those for uh, for your uh, your DS3. And for the QT2, uh, the the output, I think on the 480 is about 450 per channel. Uh, I think it's a total of 1800 watts. So you want to pair that with PV modules that are probably 575 or higher. Another question that's similar to uh, the previous one, does ABC qualify for the 10% ITC credit for US product? So not at this time, we're not uh, building in the US at this time. We uh, are hoping to, uh, to lean that in our favor so that we could break ground at some point. Uh, so stay tuned on that. It's something that we're working toward. Expected timeline of the ELS 5K release date. Uh, it's a great question. Thanks for asking that. Uh, we're officially launching at the um, uh, the RE Plus show, uh, but uh, if you're interested, um, yes, uh, just uh, send that request to your Redview team, and um, we can uh, try to get uh, some of the, the early models that we have here in, in the States. We've got a nice shipment that's, uh, that's on its way, but we do currently have a few in stock here uh, that we are... Uh, uh, sending out to customers. So if you're interested in giving that a try, go ahead and, and, uh, and tell Redview. Uh, does, the one, does the YC1000 use Zigbee? Uh, yes, that unit also uses Zigbee. We haven't used Powerline Communication, I think, since uh, we had the YC500 product, which was uh, uh, discontinued back in 2016, I imagine. So I'm also checking to see if there are any other questions here. And someone just asked, uh, can we mix the YC1000 and uh, QT2? And, and again, on that, it's you, you can't mix them on the same trunk cable, but you could probably uh, have uh, some of them in the same system. So possibly utilizing the same ECU, since that gateway can likely communicate with both of them. Will there be larger models than the ELS 5K in the future? Yes. So after, uh, it, in addition to launching this 5K, we're launching an 11.4K um, at, uh, at RE+. Uh, the availability of that is going to be um, uh, a little bit further into uh, the uh, Q4. Um, however, the 5K, you can string two of those together. Um, and you can also um, use, uh, we have the battery system, it'll be set up in 5K increments. So you can pair two of the 5K ELSs together uh, with uh, up to uh, 10 or even 20 uh, kilowatt hours of battery backup. So that will be available. Um, and if you join our mailing list, if you go to the AP Systems website, you'll see a link to subscribe. So if you're interested, you can uh, catch the latest on what the release information is on uh, the AP storage stuff um, right as soon as it comes out. 
Awesome. Thank you for all that, Jason. And uh, we'll send out a copy of this webinar via email to everyone who attended or signed up shortly. And uh, promotions that I mentioned for those items as well. And you, as always, you can all email in to info at remedy.com if you have purchasing questions and AP systems for technical support. Thanks. Yeah, and thank you everyone for, for attending today and thanks uh, Renview for having me on.